Welcome to the PSD cast of Power Systems Design. As always, I'm your host, Jason Lumberg. Now, round about the time of CES, we blogged about a neat little wearable device from Matrix Industries. The company's power watches all include a thermoelectric generator that harvests energy from body heat. And at CES, the company showed off the Power Watch 2, which adds solar capabilities. So the Power Watch 2 never needs to be plugged in, and even in cold, dark conditions, the battery lasts up to a year. Today, we're, pl- we're pleased to chat with the company's CEO, Akram Bukai, and hopefully we can learn a little bit about more, a little more about this energy harvesting watch and maybe touch on the future of wearable technology. So, Akram, welcome to the show. And speaking of shows, how was CES? You know, uh, Frank Sinatra famously said that if he could make it in New York, he could make it anywhere. And I think if you make a big impact at CES, you're destined for greatness in the consumer world. So, you know, no pressure. How was uh, how was the Power Watch to receive? Yeah, that's that's right. Thanks thanks so much for having me on. Um, yeah, no, CES is definitely the place to uh, the place to be uh, when you want to introduce a new consumer product, and and that's exactly what we did with Power Watch Two uh, this uh, just a month ago, um, and it was very well received. We are uh, quite uh, quite thankful. Um, you know, for all the uh, media coverage it, it garnered, uh, we won uh, several awards at the show uh, that were completely, you know, uh, a surprise to us. We, not, nothing we applied for. It was just, you know, different media outlets that came by and, uh, you know, gave us uh, awards for, for the, uh, you know, best wearable, that kind of thing, best new technology. Um, so, yeah, we're really, uh, really happy with uh, how it went. As you know, it's it's the biggest consumer show in the world, and we just got a lot of um, a lot of interest based on the technology, uh, the fact that we developed, developed the watch, the Power Watch 2, that that you never have to charge, and have added. And I think what really helped us this time around, um, you, you know, especially when you compare it to the first generation watch, you know, we were able to add heart rate, GPS, a color display, uh, and now solar in addition to thermoelectric, and that really. I think, uh, you know, gives us kind of feature parity, and I think that's why a lot of people uh, have shown, um, you know, the increased interest in the tech. Right, right, right. Um, well, c- could you, let's take a step back for a second. Could you explain exactly how the Power Watch converts body heat into energy? Um, I, I, I know it involves a hot side and a cold side, but maybe you can fill in the blanks. Yeah, sure. Actually, the uh, the, the uh, uh, scientific effect, which is based on the Seebeck effect, uh, is has been around for you know uh, nearly uh, 150 years or more. And the way that uh, the, the way that it works is, as you mentioned, you have a hot side and a cold side, so you have a, you have to have a temperature difference. That temperature difference basically moves electrons from hot to cold, and that separation of charge inside a semiconductor leads to a voltage that can then generate electricity. And mm-hmm. the, the, the reason, you know, although the um, scientific discovery was, uh, you know, made a long time ago, the reason they're not really prevalent today uh, is because of their poor efficiency. So, um, and the reason for that is you've got to find the material that both has very high electrical conductivity and very low thermal conductivity, right? So something that conducts heat, a material that conducts electricity like a metal, but conducts heat poorly like a glass. And that's re- those, that combination is really hard to find in nature. Um, and one thing we've done at Matrix is basically create a semiconductor 
that has both those properties and allows us to, um, you know, to generate uh, more efficient power. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 sticking with body heat, so, so we're, you know, we're talking about the, the previous generation as, as, as well as the second one. What sort of factors uh, affect the charging rate for the thermoelectric generator other than the temperature, of course? Yeah. Yeah, great question. So um, obviously, uh, it's all about increasing the temperature difference that gives you uh, more power. Um, so in order to do that, there's a, you know, a couple, a couple things, right? Um, number one, you know, the simplest thing is your body is warm and you, let's say, go out on a cold day, right? That, that's the kind of the simplest thing that would increase the power generation. Um, the other is if you exercise, right? So um, where the watch sits on your wrist is uh, the temperature fluctuations on in a typical um, human uh, on the wrist can be uh, bet- between, you know, 34 degrees Celsius all the way down to 20 degrees Celsius. So pretty wide temperature fluctuations um, at the wrist. And in order to increase the temperature, you can exercise, you can go out for a run. Uh, that'll increase the, uh, the temperature on, on, you know, the hot side, which is this, the, your skin. Uh, and that'll generate more power for the watch. Um, so that's kind of a neat feature, we think, just because it kind of helps motivate you to, you know, go out and, and, and exercise. Uh, and the more, the more you exercise, the more power you generate. So um, as an added bonus, um, wind obviously can affect things, right? So on the cold side, if you have, uh, uh, let's say you're riding a bike or it's just a, happens to be a windy day and if the wind on the cold side is moving away, removing the heat faster and more efficiently, that also will uh, generate more power f- for the watch. Um, trying to think of uh, any other scenarios, but yeah, th- I mean, those are just kind of some of the, some of the things Now, we've obviously, we don't want to rely on wind or a cold day or, or even necessarily having people, you know, out exercising uh, all, all the time, although that's a good thing. Uh, so we've made sure that we've spec the watch so that on average you, it's generating more power than it consumes. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the wrist. Now the, the inside of the wrist, uh, makes for a more efficient charging rate. I, I think your, yeah. your releases were saying, right? You got it. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, that's, and you that's got it. Yeah. Now you, sorry, go ahead. Good. Yeah, you got it. I mean, the inside of the wrist, you've got, you're closer to the warm arterial blood flow, so it's going to be uh, warmer than the outside of the wrist. But, again, you, we're not expecting people to wear it on the inside of the wrist if they don't want to. Correct, correct. So the, the Power Watch 2 adds the solar cell. So talk a little bit about the, the newer model solar conversion efficiency. I, I assume body heat affects that. But let's assume that the watch only has access to solar energy. What, what's the charging rate like? Yeah, great question. So, you know, uh, just to maybe step back and, and um, explain why we added solar uh, in addition to now having, uh, in addition to thermoelectric, is because you know, we, we kind of listened to a feedback we got from our um, customer base uh, for PowerWatch 1, and a lot of them wanted us to add uh, heart rate and GPS uh, and a color display. Those were kind of the three main features um, that people wanted in the next generation product. And so we, we listened and we, we, we made it our mission to, to, to do just that for PowerWatch 2. Um, and, but we knew we needed to add, you know, we needed another source of uh, energy harvesting. And so we added solar and the breakdown, um, the, the solar panel is a ring that's laminated onto the display. Uh, so it's pretty seamless uh, integration, which is really nice from a design perspective. And to answer your question in terms of the rate of charging, 
we basically have spec'd it out so about 50% of the power generation uh, is coming from the solar and the other 50% is coming from the thermoelectric, um, if that, mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense, um, without going into like specific numbers, um, which uh, you know, I'm happy to do. Uh, so like on a, if you're outside on a, on a bright sunny day, you, know, you can generate uh, milliwatts um, and uh, if you're indoors, that number goes down to about 100 microwatts or so. Um, so just kind of taking an average of how often people spend outdoors, uh, you can kind of do the calculation. And, and we've basically uh, spec'd it out so about half the energy is coming from the solar panel and half the energy is coming from the thermoelectric for, for the power needs for the watch. Right, right. And you were sh- you're showing off the power watch too at CES, so there's the obvious consumer connection. But... I also read that members of the military were giving it high marks because it doesn't have to be plugged in while they're in the field. And in my blog, which, which will be linked to uh, in, in, this, uh, in this recording, um, I speculated about the potential medical applications since power, power is vital in that space. Now, apart from the consumer world, where do you think the PowerWatch 2 will make the biggest impact? And do you think the future there might be um, modified versions for different applications? Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, I think you hit it on the head. So medical is definitely an area where we think the technology can uh, uh, alleviate a lot of the the pain of you know having battery uh, uh, worn devices. Uh, for example, glucose monitoring devices, insulin pumps, pacemakers, um, just regu- you know just standard wearables that track ambulatory patients um, and how well they're recovering. For example, you know all of these have battery uh, batteries and, and the the problem is you've got to you know remember to charge the battery and you've got to take the device off which which you know if, uh, from a medical perspective isn't a good thing so uh, I think we can absolutely make some headway there um, we can also uh, something that I'm really excited about is um, uh, basically a derivative of the technology that we're calling power station and what mm. this is um, is basically a, a little cube you can imagine that you can put anywhere. You can put it on your desk. You can put it. You can stick it on the wall. You can put it outdoors. And uh, and we actually have working prototypes. Uh, and it generates power. Um, and what it, and how it does it is it doesn't need uh, it doesn't need sunlight. It doesn't need wind. It doesn't need vibrations. It doesn't even need an obvious heat source. What it does is it actually takes uh, a time varying uh, temperature fluctuation in the air and and basically. Uh, converts that into a spatial temperature difference across the thermoelectric, which then gets boosted by our boost converter chip into useful power. Um, and so I think this really opens up the door for lots of different applications in the IoT space. Uh, you can think about beacons, smart sensors, uh, where you want to deploy, let's say, thousands or millions of these devices, but you just don't want to go back and have to replace a coin cell battery because you know just the logistical nightmare and the labor cost of doing so is prohibitive. So we think power station uh, could be a great um, vehicle to enable the deployment of, uh, you know, let's say smart cities or smart agriculture, uh, just a whole host of different applications where you don't need an obvious heat source. It's literally just converting, um, you know, AC, if you want to call it, AC temperature fluctuations uh, into DC power. And, and temperature fluctuations, as I'm sure you're aware, are everywhere, and uh, whether you're outdoors and indoors. Hmm. Oh, I will. I will definitely be keeping tabs on that. You, you said it's called the Power Station. 
yeah, we're calling it the power station, and uh, it sh- will be we ha- we are um, we will have a sort of a dev kit available uh, in Q4 uh, later this year for people to um, who are interested in the technology to test and and hmm. uh, you know see if it's suitable for their applications. Cool. Well, anyway, you know we're a power book, uh, so our main interest is the the charging capabilities of the Power Watch 2. But you you had mentioned some of the newer features that the the Power Watch 2 adds over the previous generation. And and could you talk about how uh, solar power might help enable those features? Yeah, so I think, you know, when you're talking about some of the more power-hungry features, like uh, especially GPS, um, you know, you're talking about milliwatts of power. Uh, we're using a pretty low-power GPS uh, chip from U-Blocks, um, but even then, it's it's still power-hungry. And you know, the great thing about solar, if you're running outdoors, and you know, especially when it's bright, you you can generate uh, m- you know on the order of milliwatts through the solar uh, panel that's in the watch. So that's what really allowed us to have the capability of um, you know in, uh, of, of adding new power-hungry features like GPS. Hmm. So finally, when can consumers get their hands on the PowerWatch 2? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure that after hearing this, there's going to be at least a few of them that, that might want to you know, take a look at it themselves. Yeah, we, we hope so. Um, so the watch is available for pre-order today uh, through our uh, Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign, uh, which is going to be ending soon. Then it, the pre-orders will still be available uh, direct from our website. Uh, at PowerWatch.com, uh, we then uh, will be shipping starting in June to uh, first the customers that pre-ordered, and then it'll be available wide, uh, widely uh, around the world through uh, distribution and retail um, places like Amazon.com, for example, um, in July. Well, very cool. Thanks again, Akram. Just just a quick announcement for our audience that the PSD cast is now available on iTunes. The, the link is in the description. Akram, I, I want to thank you for your time today. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in.